1: patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD.
0: thing on mic check mic check one two one two how's it going out there everybody it's been a while alrighty uh what is going on everybody uh whoever is out there i thank you whoever you are wherever you are for tuning in uh i'm of course uh tanner aka the texas gentleman uh from headlock talk and uh yeah it it's been a long time it's been a really long time i'll be quite honest with you and um again in the the interest of full transparency I really don't know uh, what I'm saying or what I'm doing here for this episode if you want to even call it an episode I, I, I guess I guess what this is is an explanation um, a a way of announcing maybe a little bit of something um, and, and maybe kind of telling our story of what's been going on here with us. Uh, because, as I'm sure you're very well aware, um, it, it's been a while since we've produced content, Stephen and I. And uh, f- for the fact of the matter is um, there's a there's a lot of explanations. There's a lot of story to tell. Uh, so... I'm going to try and edit this as little as possible, so forgive me in advance. Um, It's just a little bit weird trying to tell this story by myself. Um, And to be quite honest with you, uh, I did reach out to Steven uh, to see if he was available uh, uh, for doing something like this, uh, to just record a little bit. Uh, just to have some fun, really. Uh, I I did not hear back from Steven, unfortunately. Um, But uh, with that being said, um, this is not, uh, again, uh, uh, any fault of Steven's at all. Uh, He's busy. I'm busy. I get it completely. Um, I I guess what this comes down to is um, maybe telling you guys a little bit about Uh, like I said, what's going on. I'm I'm probably repeating myself, unfortunately. But telling you guys a little bit about what's going on here at Headlock Talk um, and uh, just trying to maybe help clarify some things and uh, announce some things. Now, if you are listening to this here on the regular stream, uh, obviously I've not taken anything down. Everything for Headlock Talk is still very much active and open and you can find it on itunes and spotify and a bunch of other places Uh, i've i've done nothing in the way of removing any of that content Um, i've kind of just let it uh, marinate a little bit uh you know set it and forget it but um i i know how much you guys like the content and i know how much i even like to go back and listen to the content Uh, Because there's a lot of great memories, a lot of great stories uh, in that content that um, is is really uh, personal um, uh, to me. And it it makes me feel good listening to it, going back and uh, re-listening, reviewing the content that that Stephen and I have come to enjoy. And uh, yeah, Uh, there's just a lot of great memories in there. Uh, you may be listening to this on uh, Love Wrestling, though, uh, which would be new. Uh, if, you, if you guys are listening to this on Love Wrestling, you might be like, who the hell's Tanner, and why the hell do I care about Headlock Talk? And who- What is Headlock Talk? Um, what Headlock Talk really is, was, continues to be, um, was myself and, uh, the one, the only Mr. Steven Grudy. He was my co-host for, for quite some time doing this show, uh, where we, um, in, in, in my friend Mags's words, uh, we basically aimed to call a spade a spade as far as professional wrestling is concerned. And, uh, some of the time that got us, uh, some attention, uh, we made a lot of friends. we probably pissed a lot of people off, to be quite frank with you. But um, to be kind of irreverent and to be um, maybe not as confrontational as possible, but uh, to kind of tell our truth about our perspectives about wrestling, um, that was kind of our goal. Uh, and, it, and it was very much uh, by any means necessary um, by... Um being as um, <laughs> uh, I guess I don't know what the right words would would be for this. We, we were kind of just, um, maybe not militant, but like we were just, we were very steadfast in knowing who we are, what we what we wanted to be and what we wanted to represent. Um, we were oftentimes very funny. I feel maybe you guys feel like we weren't very funny. Um, but uh, with that being said, uh, I mean, those were our goals. We, we wanted to produce content that we felt was um, satisfactory uh, for a listener, uh, a wrestling fan, somebody who uh, never really uh, wanted to get into the dirt sheets per se. Uh, but who really kind of wanted to hear some things that weren't being said already from, I guess, the, the, the general wrestling community, perhaps. Uh, that's, that's what our aim was for, is to be as truthful to ourselves uh, as possible when, when covering wrestling. And we had a lot of great times uh, watching pay-per-views, watching matches, covering Raw, um, and, and a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, now, where things started to change, I, I guess. Uh, hmm. uh, let me try and pinpoint. Pinpointing a, a, an exact place is odd to me. I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm definitely going to try. Uh, so maybe let's let let's let's just take a beat change right quick, and uh, I'll, I'll try and give an explanation. So, I guess I can only really give my perspective on this. Uh, So, my attempt is not to speak for Steven. That's, uh, I mean, that's absolutely not the intent behind this at all. But, again, in in the interest of full transparency for you guys, I do feel as though something like that is necessary to to at least give my perspective here. Uh, So, let's time travel all the way back here to. the, the hashtag speaking out stuff, uh, which was a really heavy moment for everybody. I remember it really, really clearly because I was working at the time. I was, I was at work, uh, even though we were all kind of uh, uh, social distancing and uh, doing work from home. I was at home working. I remember that very clearly. And what was happening was a lot of um wrestlers were being um outed basically as 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 sexual predators or sexual deviants uh, people who have done uh, wrong uh, horrible things unspeakable things in some cases um just a lot of really harsh negativity and I felt as though personally uh, that that really affected me in a lot of different ways. A lot of wrestlers who we really looked up to and covered and respected, uh, a lot of them were involved in these kind of things. Uh, and, and that was heartbreaking. Um, what What's... what's, And again, I'm speaking extemporaneously uh, as best as I possibly can here. I think what made Headlock Talk kind of unique is that we, we were fearless in a way that we would cover... As much as humanly possible, uh, whether it was stuff from uh, Mexico or Japan, or if it was a uh, if it was uh, some indie feds over in the UK uh, or here stateside, all the way up through the big guys WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, all of those uh, we would cover as much as possible. The problem is that when you do that, and something like hashtag Speaking Out comes around. That's a so much larger net of things to have to reconcile with. Uh, Did I promote this person too much? Did I, uh, I mean, do I feel the same way uh, about this person as I did once before? And I think a lot of those answers, you have to answer no. Uh, You know, you don't feel that uh, that way about that wrestler anymore you don't feel as much of a fan you don't feel connected uh, a, a, as a fan um, as much as you did before because you've now been exposed to something very um, very seedy very disturbing in a lot of ways um, and that's just as a fan's perspective I, I, can, I can't even imagine I, I, can, I cannot imagine at all what it would be like or feel like, uh, for any of the, the women or men for that matter, who went through the things that they went through, um, and the bravery that it took, uh, to do the speaking out. Um, so in, in that regard, that really changed headlock talk in a lot of ways. Uh, something that you'll have noticed, uh, if you go back through the episode archives, around that time steven and i did a non-wrestling related episode because of that uh where we just took questions i think we just took questions from twitter and we were like hey we'll answer any of your questions as long as it's not wrestling related and we got a lot of y'all's feedback on it which is uh, fantastic it's great i love it um you I, I gotta give you guys props because anytime that we threw out a, a questionnaire or a hey, we're doing hot takes, or whatever it is. Uh, you guys were always on fire with uh, you know, this, uh, this uncanny ability to just ask us about whatever you wanted to ask us about. It could have been food, it could have been music, it could have been movies, it could have been uh, something in pop culture, it could have been anything. And you guys were always right there, ready and willing to give us some questions. Um, so we did that uh steven and i wanted to do something as kind of a shoot off from that because uh, at the time we were working with uh naturally hemp's and um uh, I, I guess a, a couple of their other sister companies as a form of sponsorship uh in order to try and make a little bit of money for the show um Uh, Again, I'm breaking the fourth wall here, as CM Punk would say, uh, to try and maybe show you what's behind the curtain uh, as far as Headlock Talk is concerned. We never made really a dime off of Headlock Talk. I don't know if that's something that you guys are aware of. Uh, Some people will have the impression that we were a fairly popular show. Uh, some people will, will say we got, a, we got a lot of downloads. We did. We got a, we got a lot of downloads. We, we actually got a surprising amount of downloads for you know two guys who, who we thought nobody in the world would ever want to hear uh, us just sit around talk about wrestling. Um, you guys really kind of blew us away with the, the, the support. Uh, but to be perfectly honest with you, we, we never made a dime off of Headlock Talk. Um, so in an attempt to try and make some money, (laughs) uh, to, to try and get a little bit of cash, uh, we, we did a, um, fan appreciation week where, uh, Steven and I sat down and we, uh, literally in one day, one very long day, we, we made five different topics, some wrestling related, some not. Um, And we just went for... Hey, we're going to give you guys five episodes that week uh, of content. Uh, You know, I think at one point we made like a Spotify playlist. We did a, a full Hot Takes episode. Uh, we did... Uh, I think we did one of the very first uh, Tanner and Steven Variety show <laughs> episodes uh, on that one as well. Uh, we did a lot. And... That was really kind of a spin off of the whole hashtag speaking out thing where we didn't necessarily want to tie ourselves down talking about wrestling, right? Uh, We felt as though we could try and make enough content, he and I, to make things happen. Uh, and, 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 and for people who maybe didn't have an interest in wrestling to try and uh, follow along with us somehow. Okay, well, you know, maybe I don't like the wrestling stuff. I don't get it. But these guys have crazy opinions about sandwiches. I I don't know. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, uh, that, that's a lot of work. Uh, there was. A lot of times after that week where we that weekend, that one single day where we recorded five episodes in one day and we scheduled them release after release after release for one whole week where you got five episodes that week. Um there that was a that in of itself was a lot of work, but it was the weeks afterwards where we were doing the we did the Tanner and Stephen Variety show and then we did um, the uh, Rogan Ranger Gamecast which uh, w- was also debuted that week for the Listener Appreciation Week. Uh, Rogan Ranger Gamecast was kind of Steven's baby in, in a sense that uh, he wanted to talk about gaming we had an idea of get- even getting a l- uh, some of his friends involved in it because they're they're all dedicated gamers. Uh, me personally, I'd- I like playing FIFA. <laughs> Uh, by myself playing career mode and just having a little bit of fun. Um, But I I would not call myself a dedicated gamer. Steven and his friends are all about it. Uh, So, you know, obviously with the Rogan Ranger Gamecast, uh, it gave me the opportunity to try and interview Steven about something that I really didn't know. Uh, Headlock Talk was kind of born in the opposite direction, where... um, basically Steven had been a wrestling fan for a long time, had fallen out of it, um, after a point. And then when he and I started working together, uh, at, at our shoot jobs, let's say, uh, <laughs> uh, I reintroduced him into wrestling again. I think the first match that I ever showed him was Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano from NXT Takeover New Orleans, uh, which was a classic match. And I showed him some New Japan stuff, and I showed him uh, just everything under the sun that I could think of of being like, "Stephen, this is great stuff. We got to watch it." Um, that's really kind of where Headlock Talk was born, was just me and Stephen shooting the ish, so to speak, and uh, you know watching wrestling. After a while, we just decided, you know, wouldn't this be kind of fun if we just recorded ourselves talking about enjoying watching wrestling? And it was. Um, we we had the early days where it was us and J-Raw I don't know if you guys have gone back in the archives far enough to remember J-Raw uh, j was an early uh, co-host of ours who helped produce the show God bless J-Raw uh, but uh, I think that uh, his tenure was cut a little bit short uh, due to he's a family man Steve and I do, do not have children of our own as of yet um, but J. Raw uh, was very much a family man. J. Raw had two kids of his own. He had, he was married. he Had a wife, um, and he's very very busy. He's very much a professional. Uh, he did have a lot of hobbies outside of what we did. Um, but because he was the producer, uh, we uh, we kind of hung on to his you know his needs for the time to, to take the time to produce the show and to edit it and do all this stuff. After a while, Steve and I just kind of figured out how to do it. And we got our equipment and we kind of just took off with it. To be quite honest with you, we just kind of made something happen uh, on our own. And after a while, we just kind of, you know, uh, broke it down to j and said, look, we, we've kind of figured out how to do this. Uh, we get that you're really busy. Um it sucks that uh that we can't get a connection as much as we possibly could have but you know that that's kind of what it is. And J Raw took it very, very well. And and like I said, uh I continued to work with J Raw at another job that I had. Uh and he he was always great, he was always professional. I enjoyed working with him. Uh, and uh yeah, that's just a little bit about J Raw and the the very beginnings of Headlock Talk. I don't, I don't even know how I really got there. Um, but uh, I, I guess to kind of go back to where we were... Steven and I got to a point where... Uh, things were changing with Headlock Talk. We were very, very busy. Um, and, and, and when we made those two other shows... The Tanner Steven Variety Show and... Uh, the Rogan Ranger gamecast it, it, it was more of me trying to interview Stephen about a world that I did not know. Um, and, and with the with the Tanner and Steven Variety show it was just he and I trying to goof off <laughs> for an hour and make each other laugh with ri- the most ridiculous headlines we could possibly find on the internet uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, I feel like I'm boring you guys with all these details. Uh, if I am, I apologize. I'm going to try and make this as short and sweet as possible. Um, probably the next big thing that occurred was about midway through the year, uh, me and my wife were kind of given an ultimatum as far as moving goes. Um, we we lived in Central Texas all of our lives. Um, uh, and I don't know if you've ever been somebody or known somebody who kind of lived in the same town or the same city their whole life, but if you asked, you, you'd you probably get the response that moving to a new place is one of the weirdest, most surreal, most, and sometimes most difficult things that you could possibly do uh, because it's a total change of your environment and in a lot of ways is really really awkward uh, and what makes it even more awkward is when you have to break it down and kind of talk to somebody um, like Steven who I considered a really close uh, friend um, a, a, a family member, a brother in a lot of ways uh, that uh, that I was not going to be living in the same town as him anymore um, and that really sucked Uh, That really sucked a lot. Um, So that kind of left me a bit heartbroken. So basically, around the time that my wife and I are trying to move... Uh, what's going on elsewhere in the background is I'm still struggling with the, um, I guess the whole hashtag speaking out thing still. And it was really kind of lame because, uh, obviously we're creating this thing and it's really meaningful, it's uh, both Steven and I, and unfortunately, th- uh, this thing's just kind of getting in the way. It just keeps getting in the way, and, and I'm not quite sure how to reconcile with it. Um, you know, we've been through up and d- ups and downs before. Uh, we dealt with the whole Brain Buster Radio thing, which is where we made a ton of great friends. Uh, the Queen of NE, uh, Big Pause in the Pup JPQ, uh, Josh Robinson, uh, who's uh, doing some great things streaming right now, um, uh, Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling, uh, Kurt and the guys from uh, Ringsiders. Um, yeah, all, all those guys. Um, but most importantly to this aspect of the story is uh, my growing friendship with. Mags, uh, who was doing Badlands at the time, Mags, you may know he does Five Rounds podcast, and uh, we've got another little project that we're working on together with uh, Ori, uh, who's an amazing talent herself. Uh, I mean, when Brainbuster Radio blew up, and um, oh, I got I got to mention also, I, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention Omega Luke, and uh, probably the the person who's most central to this here, who, who is Wilf. Um, you know, uh, when when, when uh, everything went down with Wilf, um, and if you want to know the full story, it's not my story to tell. I mean, you can ask me uh, later if you want to. Uh, but uh, whenever whenever everything else went down with Wilf, uh, it basically uh, Brainbuster Radio blew up into a million different pieces, and everybody was shot out into different directions. We still hung out together in our own little group dm on twitter and we talked to each other regularly we boosted each other's content we were trying to be super supportive of uh, super supportive of one another and um yeah i mean that, that's basically what you try to do with these little dm groups um but um obviously it was much harder uh after a certain while with br- uh, Brainbuster radio imploding than the way that it did um But somebody who'd always been there for us when we did After Dark, when we did, uh, you know, any kind of project, you know, big or small, uh, somebody who was always willing and able to give us his voice and his criticism uh, was Mags. And something that regularly happened in some of those DM rooms was a uh, football talk. And I want to say football. I'm not talking about the oval esque egg shaped, um, uh, you know, leathery kind of football that one throws with their hands. I'm, t- I'm talking about actual football association football. You here in the States may call it soccer. Uh, but that would be, uh, I would feel like that would be the incorrect word. I digress. Um, Football was a major talking point, especially with me and mags. And I guess after a while with headlock talk, I just felt like my energies were going so much into wrestling and then also doing the um, <laughs> uh, the, the Tanner and Steven Variety show and uh, the, the Rogan Ranger game cast. That I was like, ah, I need, I, I need a break. I need to do something else. Uh, I, I, which is weird. Like you'd think that like those are two separate things, um, in, in a normal person's mind. Uh, but for me, when I'm like, ah, I need a break from something, uh, in terms of content creation. Whatever wiring in my brain tells me you need a break, also says, why don't you try doing something else? Uh. <laughs> Uh, still make content, but do it in some other completely different way that is irrelevant to what you're doing currently. Uh, so uh, I said, okay, Tanner, that's a great idea. Uh, what do you do? Well, uh, we, this, this idea kind of went through my mind of, hey, let's, let's do a football podcast. Uh, well, uh, as you can tell here by me doing this right now, uh, I'm not the most comfortable person when it comes to doing like a solo show. I guess I could be if I gave enough time and effort, but it's not really my thing. I like talking with other people. Like I, I feed off of that energy. I feel like most people do. That's why most people do a podcast with another person. Um, so I sent out DMs. And I'm not gonna go and make a laundry list of everybody I sent DMs to. I sent DMs to a f- quite a few different people, trying to get some uh, some thoughts on my idea uh, of doing a football show. I, uh, you know, uh, collaborated with a few people trying to trying to gather as much information as I could to see who's down, who's not. Um, but the person who always stuck with it was Mags. In fact, uh, Mags and I. Um, were really kind of just uh, brainstorming some things here. I wanted this to be a collective of a bunch of different people who came in and talked, talked about football. Um, whether that be myself or, you know, uh, Mags or whoever. We just wanted to have conversations. And Mags was ultimately the one who was there at the very beginning of everything uh, who helped put together the list of names we picked out names uh i think radio techers was a collaboration of his idea and my idea together so we already had something going on there i was making little video teaser video shorts and and little graphics and that kind of stuff here for for the new podcast um but as much as i reached out to other people he seemed to be the one who was most um I guess, involved in the process. Uh, so when it came down to uh, to showtime, <laughs> uh, for, for, for us to try and do our first episode, I tried to get a few people together, um, but everybody seemed to flake except for Mags. And I really respected Mags for... Uh, not only the whole process for what she did it, but when it, w- when it, when the pressure was on, when it, when all the chips are out on the table, he's the one that actually showed up. And again, I'm not trying to diss on anybody else who I reached out to. Um, that's not the point of me telling this story. Uh, but I gotta commend Mags for actually. Uh, staying true to his word and kind of being a man of principle and and a man who, you know, when, when he commits, he commits. Uh, so we launched Radio Techers. We were doing uh, coverage for the UEFA Champions League Finals, which for those who are unaware is one of the biggest games in club football. It's basically the Super Bowl of... Uh, uh, ba- uh, of of Europe uh, European soccer European football uh, two teams from all of Europe make it to the final and they compete against each other uh, after I think it's like nine months worth of a, competing in a round robin tournament that also has a single elimination stage uh, it's uh, yeah it's a lot uh, <laughs> but yeah we watched the final he and I and we talked about it. We did a post-show, and the next week rolled around, and nobody wanted to do the show. No, none of the people who I reached out to previously and tried to get some uh, something going on behind this here. Everybody was busy, and I get it. Life happens. Um, you know, If it was me and I had a lot of things going on, I wouldn't want to commit to another project. But once again, there was Mags mags was game for it he he wanted to to keep it up he wanted to keep going with it hell i applauded him and after a while i stopped messaging all those people because mags was the one who would always pick up the phone so to speak when i needed him and i just simply asked mags one day hey why don't we just do this project together? Me and you, radio techers. We'll go ahead and do that. And he was he happily accepted. Uh, which was which was really really cool. And we had a new show going. Uh, all the meanwhile, headlock talk is still very much a thing, but um, <sighs> and and I'm really kind of struggling with this next part here because, again, this is not my story alone to tell. Um, COVID's obviously going on. Um, It's pandemic time. We are kind of just wading through the waters and trying to figure out how to do this kind of stuff here. You know, there would be a week where there's a scare... Uh, of a COVID breakout, and Steven and I agreed, hey, let's do a socially distanced show where we just uh, uh, record over Skype, um, different things like that. In fact, if you go back and listen to some of those old episodes from this last year, uh, I mean, there's probably times where you can tell or, or maybe it's discussed. Uh, I really Some of that stuff's really much a blur to me, but um, I mean, there they there may have been a time where both Steven and I had COVID and just didn't know it to be quite honest with you. I've never verified that. Don't take my word for it. But, you know, I mean, both he and I got very very ill during the year 2020 at different points in time. And along with that, unfortunately, Steven started experiencing uh some uh, some other um uh, I guess I don't want to call them illnesses, but but he was definitely feeling unwell. There there was definitely something going on with him to where he wasn't entirely feeling well. He wasn't entirely comfortable. And there'd be weeks where we just didn't have a show, right? Like, like it would have been Mags. It would have been somebody else. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, it felt like Headlock Talk was... Um, losing steam as my interest with radio techers was picking up steam and uh i guess in my mind and again this is not all my story to tell but in my mind it made sense to me i love doing shows with steven i also love doing shows with mags let me try and get steven into premier league football and have him do radio techers with us, uh, and we can try and you know pivot that and make that more of a thing. We tried that for a while. It's, it's, it wasn't immediately Steven's thing, but uh, he he did a good job of improvising through it. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he I think he still is following the English Premier League. Um, I've invited him several times recently to try and come onto the shows, but obviously with me uh, having moved, that makes things difficult. Uh, And again, that that raises another great point. All while this is going on, I'm about to move out of uh, town and uh, (laughs) out of my comfort zone, so to speak, which really sucked. Uh, A big part of that 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 made me uncomfortable was the fact that Stephen and I uh, we had bonded really really close like I said earlier he became a brother to me and I think that a big part of what Stephen and I enjoyed about doing headlock talk was just the sheer fact that he and I could get together and be friends and goof off for a whole afternoon on a weekend and it'd be totally cool. Right? I mean, all the times that we talked about getting food, uh, all the food conversations on that show, all that's legit. We, we These are all real things that happened to us. Uh, you know, going to get tacos or, you know, all, all of like the, the, the great chicken sandwich debate episode of the, Stephen, the Tanner and Stephen Variety Show. That was a real thing. We literally drove around for about two hours and picked up chicken sandwiches, brought them back. To my place, reheated them, and ate those sandwiches, and they were great, they, they were they were, they were some great sandwiches, um, <laughs> so all the while, he, I'm moving, Techers is picking up, uh, Headlock Talk is just kind of e- existing, but he and I kind of know in the back of our minds that I, I and then maybe it's just me and my perception, but I think we kind of knew it was not going to last um, once I moved. I think he and I both agreed that we were going to try doing it Skype, try doing uh, the show in a different way to keep it fresh because we wanted to keep our friendship going and we wanted to um, make sure that uh, the show would keep going too. But... The show has a different dynamic when he and I aren't in the same room because we, we, we do feed off each other. What makes Radio Attackers different is that me and Mags have always been far apart. We know how to feed off of each other when we're not in the same room. Steven and I, that's a very hard thing to do because there's there's definitely subtleties about how we do things and how we started doing the show that you just can't recreate. Uh, over Skype uh, and that makes it difficult to do uh, I know I've been rambling on for a long time there is a point to all this but uh, I guess to conclude uh, this part here what it came down to is uh, Steven helped us pack up he helped me and my wife pack up our, our house that we were living in at the time and move from Round Rock, Texas which is just right outside of Austin, uh, to Waco, Texas, which is about midway between Austin and Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, we He spent, uh, uh, I think, uh, five, five days, five or six days up here with us when we initially moved. And, uh, yeah, he was a, an amazing help getting us settled in. Um, m- my dog, Millie, uh, is in love with Steven. Uh, Steven is literally her best friend that she's ever had. (laughs) Um, so him being here helped her adjust a lot. Um, if you remember that weekend, that's when we did the, um, new Japan pro wrestling shows, uh, where we we watched wrestle kingdom. And if I'm not mistaken, those might be the, the, the last episodes of headlock talk that were done. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I can check the, the phone right now. Let's just take a look here. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Anywho, we just... We moved here. I had to take Steven back home. Um, he and I had talked many, many times about doing... Um, you know, uh, at like a weekend trip or something like that where he can come back up here to Waco and we can do another show or we can just hang out um, but I think what it comes down to is that he and I we loved doing headlock talk because it was a thing where he and I can just hang out and it kind of it kind of spoils the fun if it's like, hey, just come up here and let's do a show. No, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. For whatever reason, it just doesn't work that way with us. Um So we we just kind of it just all kind of stopped. So when I say it stopped, all the headlock talk stuff stopped. Uh, we had gone through a period of transition where we wanted to do the shooting the sports-ish thing uh, and, and bring headlock talk to there. We tried to do streaming. We tried to, it was almost, uh, if I could try and equate it with anything, it's like trying to refresh like a relationship that you've been in. Where we tried, like, ah, oh, let's let's try it, let's try this, let's try that, let's let's make it different, um, but whatever we seemed to do, it just never really kind of, uh, you know, made sense with the di- the direction of Headlock Talk, or probably better worded here, it didn't make sense with the core values that we made Headlock Talk based on, uh, and that sucked right like you guys can be honest with me you could probably say yeah that that sucked tanner and i'd be like yeah you're you're probably right um so once i moved here and steven and i kind of started losing touch unfortunately he was coming on to do radio techers um and um you know, after a while, I would get these text messages, or I would send him a text message saying, hey man, like, let's let's do the show this morning, blah blah blah, and, um, you know, I would either get no response from him, or I would get a really late response saying, hey man, I've been feeling really bad, you know, uh, you know, I slept in this morning, whatever it may be, um, which I understood, he, obviously, I was very well aware of Uh, kind of the health issues that he had had and i didn't want to press the issue that's not my place that's that's not what a friend does right um so i didn't press him anymore on it it didn't feel right to press him anymore on it i just let him have his space uh but you know the more that time went on if you're familiar with the radio techers stuff that we were doing Uh, after a while it became more of me and mags and matt who actually had started coming uh, more frequently uh, to do the show uh, with us matt willis of course from uh, multiple podcasts just like uh, just like mags Um, uh, matt does uh, a lot of content himself uh, but he found that he, he went from being a fan of the show to, to really wanting to be involved, and he had done some episodes with us during the winter time, and it just became a good fit. Like it, it, it was really solid. Mags and Matt and myself all brought something to the table, and it just worked. Um, and um, again, nothing against Steven. Steven did an excellent job when he did Radio Techers. Uh, but Matt brought something to the table that neither Mags nor I had, and that felt like it was the right move. So Matt's here on the show. He's doing that with us. Radio Techers is going. We're kicking all sorts of ass on shooting the sports-ish. Um, you know, I mean, look, it is what it is. We, we, we run a really great show. Um, and uh, in addition to doing the Radio Techers stuff, I found myself doing a lot more with other projects too. Like there'd be times where I would co-host smart to death. Or if you remember, um, back during the, the whole WrestleMania week this year, uh, you know, I did, uh, all of the NXT stuff plus, uh, WrestleMania. I think I, I ended up doing like six or seven shows that week. Uh, maybe, maybe five. I can't, I can't quite remember. Um, but it was all like stuff that I was doing for wrestling, for um, uh, promoting other things for radio techers, for doing all sorts of stuff, right? Um, trying to make that project as awesome as possible. Um, and a- after a while, um, Mag's contacted me about doing a, a project with him and Ori, uh, which you can definitely hear uh, coming up uh, very, very soon called A Change in Attitude, where we're watching uh, episodes of WWE Raw uh, every week, uh, which is awesome. You should definitely check that out for sure. Um, we were doing that as a project. He and I were doing um, Radio Techers together every weekend with Mags. We were getting other people involved, uh, like, uh, like Chris uh, who's awesome? JPQ has just stopped by on an episode of Radio Techers, which is awesome. We've got a lot of things planned for the future as well, uh, which um, is very, very exciting. Uh, but there was not a whole lot of wrestling going on, and I guess that kind of brings me to the this last closing part here. There's, I guess, there's a feeling in in my end that maybe. Uh, Maybe we didn't leave things the right way. Maybe things could have ended better here. You guys deserve kind of an explanation. You guys deserve knowing, you know, where we are. And I feel like there was no finality uh, to Radio... uh, Not to Radio Techers. (laughs) To Headlock Talk. There was no goodbye. Uh, It kind of just vanished and trust me when I say uh, that many attempts were made to do a new project. There was attempts made for myself and Steven to try and restart Radio Techers. Not Radio Techers, oh my gosh, I've got Radio Techers on the brain. Uh, there was an attempt uh, for us to redo Headlock Talk. Uh, there was an attempt for. Um, uh, mags and foul original actually to do a show and rebrand headlock talk into something else that was more resembling a cross between what headlock talk was originally as well as like uh game show type aspects to it um and unfortunately that that didn't um that really didn't pan, pan out either foul if you don't know foul foul's awesome He's one of the the best content creators out there, Uh, but he's also a very busy man, Uh, and um, so are Mags and I, Uh, so for no fault of anybody's, it's just hard to make a connection. So where does that leave things? Um, Well, I want to do something special for you guys. I want to do something that I've always kind of wanted to do uh, just in general. Uh, Which is talk about just stories from wrestling. Um, You know, I'm I'm actually just a big fan of podcasts in general. I don't know if any of you guys out there listen to other things there uh, out that are out there, but things like True Crime uh, and like Radio Lab uh, on NPR and that kind of stuff, like stuff like that, always fascinated me. I just I just like the idea of of storytelling, and I guess that's why I continue to do podcasting. Uh, I guess as time has continued to pass, so I guess in a nutshell, um, what I'm trying to achieve here is uh, some kind of um, like like uh, uh, some kind of wrestling show uh, that is somewhere between what you see on Dark Side of the Ring. Somewhere, kind of like uh, Serial, if you're familiar with Serial uh, from NPR. uh, You know, uh, some of these other true crime, but also storytelling type things. And kind of cross it up with professional wrestling. Um, and, and, And really, it doesn't even have to be stories that are brutal or gruesome i'm not going to attempt to try and tell the chris benoit story over again Um, these are things that you've heard of already these are things that you know about if you want me to do it i will but that's not my goal here there might be some crossover from what you might hear about uh on uh dark side of the ring if it is that's okay because i'll probably end up putting my own spin on it anyway Uh, but uh the the aim here, and I guess what we'll call this is wrestling lore. Uh, w- w- what the aim of wrestling lore is, as of right now, is to take on subjects, tell you guys a little bit about the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how, uh, everything happened. The, the before and the after. And just kind of tell you the story of that given subject. Um, now... With that being said uh, I'm gonna do I, I'm gonna have to do a lot of fact check fact checking <laughs> goodness it's getting late if you can't already tell um, it's gonna take a lot of fact checking on my part a lot of research on my part a lot of work it's gonna take a lot of work so I'm recording this to you guys to let you know there is something coming there is something that I'm working on but it's also going to take some time. Okay. Uh, It might be a month. It might be a couple months. What I'm going to try and do is record episodes in advance and try and relay them out. um, You know, just spread them out and give you something to, to, I guess, chew on and digest until I release the next episode as things go on. But uh, again, a lot of this does take quite a bit of time in between doing this working full-time to support myself and my family that's just that's just what it comes down to man like i just it, in order for me to make this content there are certainly sacrifices i have to make in order to keep everything else moving along that's just real life right like that's like you guys out there no one understand that's just how things go if you're an adult uh unfortunately um but uh, if you guys can hang in there and be patient with me uh, you know, we're definitely going to make sure that you guys get some awesome content. And that's, I guess, what you guys want at the end of the day, right? Um, so, with all that being said, Wrestling Lore will be available right here. Um, I'm not going to uh, take things down off of Headlock Talk yet. That might be something in the future, uh, you know, that whether that's... Uh, you know, six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, I don't know. Whenever I feel like there's some finality here with headlock talk, we'll do that. Um, but wrestling lore is going to be presented here on headlock talk on this particular stream uh, of my own. Uh, but I'm also going to be uh, needing some help, and I reached out to uh, Spencer Love from Love Wrestling, who was gracious enough to have a conversation with me um, and, and to, to, to talk with me about kind of what my ideas were. He actually, he was recommended uh, by Mags um, who, again, I, I, he's my Mags is my confidant for pretty much everything that's going on uh, in my, my podcasting life. Um, he, he recommended Spencer so highly uh, that I was like, Hey, I, I got to meet this guy. I got to talk to him about what I'm thinking and uh, it was originally <laughs> this is so dumb uh it was originally going to be a show just about pwg which i thought was weird um but uh but it was it sounded cool at the time uh, where i was going to review pwg shows that then that started to sound too much like a change in attitude to me uh so i've i've since revised it to wrestling lore which is again going to be what you hear every week, both here and on Love Wrestling. So, you know, if you're listening to this on Love Wrestling, those are the expectations for what this show is going to be. And uh, I really, really hope you guys dig it. I really, really do. Um, So, uh, yeah, that kind of sums things up for what we're doing here. Wrestling lore is the announcement. It's going to be the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how, and the before, and the after effects of these different wrestling stories. Uh, I'm going to post sometime in the future uh, the list of stories that I already have written down uh, that I'm going to be covering. If you have a request for one, uh, email me at headlocktalk at gmail.com. I would certainly love to hear from you. If you have any questions about this announcement that I've made or anything that I've said during the show or you just want to know more about it, maybe we can do a Q&A episode next week. That might be kind of cool. Uh, just reach out to me at headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Uh, and before I go, I got to give you guys a special shout out. All the people who've been so patient, all the people that continue to remember who and what headlock talk was and what made it so special. Uh, the community that headlock talk was built on all the people that were involved in Brainbuster buster radio, uh, all of the people that continue to support us after Brainbuster radio uh, particularly Mags, who's been just my my rock in so many ways as far as podcasting goes. Uh, Matt, who is uh, coming to Radio Techers very recently, made that awesome. Uh, Ori, who I'm getting to know every week more and more, and we're having a blast on The Change in Attitude. And, uh, of course, Spencer Love, right here on Love Wrestling. Uh, so, um, yeah, if I didn't shout out anybody in particular, it's... Ten- I mean that's that's not because I forgot you or that that you know that, that, that there's something weird going on. I, there's just so many people uh, that I have to remember, and um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's just after midnight now, and I got to get this episode out to you guys somehow. Uh, but yeah, be on the lookout for wrestling lore. Uh, we'll be presenting it through this stream here on Headlock Talk, and it'll be a lot of fun. I hope you guys really like what I've got planned for you. And I'm really excited to do it. Uh, Hopefully I'll be able to get some guests and uh, have a lot of fun with this here. Um, So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody uh, who I named. And even more so, thank you for even tuning in and listening to this. It's been a long time. I I apologize from the bottom of my heart that I couldn't get this out to you sooner. Uh, But yeah, that's what we're working with. And that's what we're going to do. So if you do have questions, again, uh, you can reach me at headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Maybe we can try and do that Q&A episode if I get enough questions in. So uh, thanks again, guys. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And uh, thank you for choosing Headlock Talk. Let's talk again very, very soon, I'm sure. You guys take care and have a great rest of your day.